This is A Little Bit Unfiltered, a podcast that's all about taking an unfiltered look at what it takes to succeed in a world where social media often only presents the highlights. You'll find interviews with entrepreneurs, change makers, and friends. This is a space to discuss success without any of the filtered appearances or advice. Only real talk and transparency here. Welcome back to A Little Bit Unfiltered. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of A Little Bit Unfiltered. Today, we are honored to be joined by Liz Maldonado. Liz is a curvy fashion and beauty influencer and creator based in Dallas, Texas. She loves to share her styling tips and ideas and inspires women to feel confident and beautiful in anything they wear. So Liz, thank you so much and welcome to A Little Bit Unfiltered. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Amazing. And we can just jump right in. Today's program, we have some sort of back-to-back questions on your career on Instagram and TikTok and things offline. And then at the end, we'll do some fun rapid fire questions um, that we did not prep you for (laughs) to keep things super unfiltered. Um, But we can just jump right in. What inspired you to start creating fashion and skincare content? Okay, so I have always been a fashion girly. Like, I have always loved fashion, loved shopping. I was always that friend that would, like, go shopping with you. And I'd be like, oh, okay, so you see that? Like, I would wear that, like, if I was going on a cruise. Or (laughs) I would wear that if I was going to a date to the carnival. Like, I was always, like, thinking these ideas in my head as I was shopping. And then it was, like, when just TikTok was getting really big. And I was like, you know what? Let me just do some styling outfits and put my ideas out there like outfits for a date with your girlfriend or outfits for you know any type of situation so that's kind of like what got me into it and then makeup it's just kind of I feel like they go hand in hand I always got questions about my makeup and how I did it so I kind of was just like sprinkle that in there (laughs) and was it immediate how long did it sort of take you to build up the impressive following that you have now on TikTok and Instagram yeah so I feel like it did happen pretty fast but also I feel like it was very like steady growth because I feel like some people really just like have like millions of followers in like a month mine has been over time um but I know it was one specific video I will never forget it I like woke up and I had like tons of followers the video went viral and that kind of like pushed it out there it was my um outfits I'm wearing to the living room for Thanksgiving and I was like dancing and doing stuff oh my gosh I love that yeah (laughs) Oh my gosh. So now that things have sort of picked up steam in that department for you, what does a typical day look like for you, whether it's creating content or things like that? Yes. So I do, I do have admin days and then I have my creative days, Mm. mostly because I need to give my skin a break. (laughs) So I have to plan those out and then, okay, so let me just do my day. So I wake up, 
I always have to have my coffee, mm-hmm. whether most of the time, if you're like, I don't know if you've seen it on my Instagram stories, but most of the time I'm driving to Dunkin', yes. Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> my iced coffee and some breakfast, or I make iced coffee at home. Then I will go straight into emails, like before I even get ready or anything like that. I do my emails, negotiating with brands. A lot of my income does come from brand partnerships so I just going back and forth with that and then um opening PR um what else planning content editing content videos if it's a filming day I like have to make my to-do list the night before and then the next day I'm like okay get ready then we're gonna film this video we're gonna do this and then the next day would just be an admin day with editing and stuff like that. So I feel like admin is kind of everyday. Emails are everyday. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever woken up after you like put the to-do list together for a shoot and you're like, I can't do this today? <laughs> uh, sometimes yes. And I'm like, so I have to have a list if like mm-hmm. I work very well <laughs> with a list. Mm-hmm. So I'll have like 10 things on that list that I need to get done. And I kind of do put them in like what's most important to least important Mm -hmm. that way I can kind of be easy on myself if I only get one or two things done on that list because I know you know it's an ongoing list I'm never gonna finish it so Mm -hmm. I do try to give myself some grace and be like you know what I got two things done on my list that's great and we're we can get back to the list tomorrow (laughs) Amazing. That's super healthy too, especially when you have, like you're creating your own schedule, being graceful with yourself is always important. And so how do you find inspiration? Because you have these long lists that you keep coming back to. How do you find that inspiration for both TikTok and Instagram? Because you do a great job diversifying on both where you have some overlapping content, but then some original content on each. Um, And how do you do that given the ever-changing and fast pace of both platforms? Yes. So there are things on my list that never become content, never Mm -hmm. become turn into a video because I just, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I was feeling it in the moment, but Mm-hmm. not anymore I get a lot of inspiration from tv shows especially like right now euphoria mm-hmm. when Emily and Paris came out um or like even if I'm planning like right now I'm planning my wedding so I'm like okay let's do videos for your bachelorette like outfits for your bachelorette or kind of so I take inspiration from tv shows everyday life what I'm going through or I what I really like to do is like sit down and put myself in my audience shoes and be like Mm. okay if I was the person on the other end viewing this what is something that I need in my life right now or what is something I want to see out there so Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. I feel like that's such a, I have a background in journalism and that sounds like an exercise I did in class back in college. It's like, what does the reader want to see? Because I feel like I loved, I scrolled through most of your TikTok, full disclaimer, when you accepted and I loved all of the different TV content, but then it wasn't just that because I feel Mm -hmm. like on TikTok and on Instagram, people kind of put themselves in one vein. And I feel like you've done an incredible job sort of 
going across all of these different um, categories and topics. And it's fantastic. Um, Yeah. And along the way, have you found that there's one platform between TikTok and Instagram that you prefer to create content for? Okay. So I love TikTok. Mm -hmm. I like, that's what I got started on. That's kind of where I feel more, I don't know, like more authentic. I feel like Mm -hmm. I can just be real and it's less like, I don't know if curated is the right word. It's less um, like, I can't think of the word, but I I think I know what you mean. Like kind of like you can just be you you don't have to like Mm -hmm. polish it up make it look all nice and pretty with a bow on top Mm -hmm. so I do love TikTok more but I do feel like I have a better connection with my audience on Instagram because on you know stories you get to see my everyday today life so Mm -hmm. yeah I prefer TikTok over Instagram but I love both like Mm -hmm. I have to have both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like children. It's like, you can't have a favorite one, but you kind of have. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Amazing. And so since you've gained quite a following on TikTok, the sort of flip side of the going viral piece of it is that TikTok is a platform where there's a lot of negative comments and people kind of do what I like to call like drive-bys. They just drop a really nasty comment and just keep scrolling. Um, and have you ever experienced this and how do you handle it? Totally. Yes. It, mm-hmm. it, it just comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, I do get a lot of negative comments, whether it be because I am, I mean, I am plus size. I can't shop, you know, small to large in what most stores carry. I have to shop extra large and up so I get a lot of negativity when it comes to late well so yeah labels kind of suck but I kind of have to choose one and kind of where do I fall so it's people feel like I'm not plus size enough or like just because I'm on the smaller side of the scale they just feel like yeah you shouldn't label yourself as a plus size you're like disrespecting us as a community and things like that or even just not even plus size against plus size or mid-size against mid-size but just people that are just see you there like you said they just do a drive-by and they just see somebody curvy online and they're like they don't like what they see so they decide to leave a negative comment and I think it should just be like, if you have nothing to say, don't say it at all. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really bother me because any engagement is good engagement. <laughs> so um, yeah, I know that it, it can get to you sometimes, but mm-hmm. I just look at it as in like, they must be going through something or struggling internally with something themselves that they really took time out of their day to leave a comment like this mm-hmm. so and I don't delete them I leave them there because I would rather not fuel the flames or fuel the fire is that how you say mm-hmm. um so yeah I just leave it and I just keep moving mm. that's a really healthy way to look at it I know <laughs> it seems like every video like every video that I see on TikTok now there's always someone 
There's always someone in the comments that has something to say, has some label that they want to put on someone or doesn't like the label that you put on yourself. And it's almost like there's no winning. So you just kind of find a way to move on and um, it's always the accounts that don't have a profile picture yeah. or don't have something that don't it's like want... user seven, three, eight, five, six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, they want to keep anonymous, but still do all of that. It's, uh, interesting. Can't wait to see the case studies in like 20 years yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in kind of a similar vein, has there been an especially challenging point in your career and on the flip side, a really rewarding point? So challenging, I would say in the beginning, it was really, really hard. You know, I was working my normal nine to five desk job. I loved what I did. And I kind of saw the opportunity where brands were reaching out to me. And I was like, okay, wow, like I can really have an online career and turn this into a business and all of that. So I was going back and forth with the idea of should I leave my job? This is what I went to school for to pursue this like online career that nobody, I mean, it's becoming more normal now, but it's still, I feel like hard for people to accept it as like, yes, this is a real job. Mm -hmm. So making the decision to leave my job and take this full time was hard because it was in the middle of the pandemic. And I was like, what if I fail? You know, I was like a Mm -hmm. lot of what ifs, but I was like, okay, but what if you do make it? What if you can do this? So I just decided to take the leap. I've never looked back and (laughs) it's been the best decision ever. Um, And rewarding. um, I mean, just the audience, the community that I've built, that's very, very important to me. Like I, I do love talking to everyone in the DMs. I love responding to every single comment. I love making that connection. And then also I love building relationships with not only my audience, but the brands that I work with. That's mm-hmm. very rewarding as well. I, you know, I get to know the people behind the brand. So I love that. I just love the, that you can build a relationship anywhere in the world with somebody. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's one of the things that I even talk about when people ask about social media. It's like, of course, there's so many negatives that come along with it. But you think about the people you wouldn't be able to connect with if we didn't have Instagram, if you couldn't even like keep in touch with people from high school or college or like someone you meet at a conference. Um, That's I think that's one of the most unique things about the platform. That's really, really cool. Yes. Um, And have you ever struggled with a brand partnership that maybe you didn't love? Because I know you're just speaking about the ones that it's great to talk to people behind the brand, but has there ever been one that you struggled with? Okay. So not really that there are times I say no, like I mm-hmm. do get offers and the, they're just not aligned with me. Like I would never shop there and I would never mm-hmm. want to promote something that I don't love. So I I do say no. And I, at first I was like, no, I have to take every single opportunity. Like, but then I was like, no, why, why would I do that? Like, I have to stay true to who I am for my audience. So coming to the, just being okay with saying no, that was kind of hard. And also there's a lot of scams, um, Mm -hmm. like brands or people pretending to be a brand and 
they're like, hey, I would love for you to promote my jewelry or whatever, and I'll mm -hmm. give you a discount code. And so that in the beginning was hard um, with trying not to be scammed <laughs> and also being very excited to, you know, start this career. And then um, just being okay with saying no to brands that I don't align with. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've never had luckily well the scamming that was yeah. hard but um yeah just being okay with saying no to brands that don't align and where did you learn how to negotiate with brands for partnerships so podcasts mm. I love podcasts I listen to podcasts every day all day because also social media is constantly changing so mm -hmm. I like to listen to other podcasts that kind of discuss what's changing in the Instagram world or um, also following um, like people in the industry, like people that work for Instagram and people that work for TikTok, they really help you. Um, they get, well, they don't personally help you, but they <laughs> put out like videos and, you know, post talking about what's new or what's coming. And then um yeah, I just feel like you're constantly learning um, how to negotiate. That's one of the hardest parts of the job because mm -hmm. I'm a non-confrontational person. And Same. even though it's like through email and like I never go face to face with these people, it's still really scary. I don't know if you've ever seen that TikTok where they're like um, typing on the computer and they're like talking about negotiating and then they're, they're like you send the you send the email and they're like shaky drinking their drink that's, yes. that's me every time <laughs> so yeah but I learned everything I know from podcasts Instagram and TikTok and YouTube that's yeah. amazing yeah mm -hmm. I had um, my friend at work and like probably three other people re read my like salary negotiation email I was like does this sound <laughs> right does this sound aggressive <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, so that's great to know. I feel like there's so much information out there, especially with podcasts, um, to just learn from. Um, yes. That's amazing. And I know, um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but is there something you tell yourself on days that you struggle to create content, even if it's just the couple ideas you have? Um, is there something that motivates you? Is it like a sticky note on your mirror or like an inspirational thing that gets you out of bed to do what you do? Well, sometimes I don't get out of bed. Like mm -hmm. if I really like, cause it's really exhausting, you know, doing a video with full energy and like constantly talking to people, even though it's mm -hmm. on your phone or online, it's like, you're still using all of that energy so some days I'm just like I just really I can't like mentally go mm -hmm. there right now or physically can't go there right now and I'm I just I tell myself you know like it's okay I can try tomorrow you know nothing's gonna happen overnight I'm not gonna lose my audience the platform you know, Instagram's going to be there. TikTok's going to be there. It's okay to take a day for yourself. Mm -hmm. I just know that if I take a Wednesday afternoon off, I know I may be working on a Sunday afternoon, but mm. you know, I may be more prepared than, um, than on a Wednesday. So I just, I'm, you just have to be okay with listening to your body and 
taking the break when you need it. That's amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like um, it's really easy to burn yourself out, especially when you're on you're your own boss. And are there things that you do or time that you make for yourself throughout the week to avoid burnout aside from sort of taking days off? So my coffee trips in the morning, going to mm-hmm. Duncan, that's like, you know, I'm driving, I live like 15 minutes from Duncan. So it's a little bit of a drive there mm-hmm. and back. It's 30 minutes. So I will listen to a podcast that has nothing to do with social media and I'm not like <laughs> educating myself. I'll listen to music that you know just shut that social media part of me off Mm -hmm. um and so my coffee breaks I look forward to that every day um sometimes I like to just go outside especially if it's a very sunny beautiful day I like to just go and sit outside play with the dogs um or sometimes I'll take a shopping day and I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to go do some retail therapy today. Amazing. <laughs> so that's what I love. But I feel like my coffee breaks and just taking the time to make my coffee because I'm a little extra. I do the oat milk and syrups and I make my own like soft tops on top. So I take the oh my time. Gosh. And, As yeah. you should. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what helps me a lot. That's so cool. What's your go-to Dunkin' order? As a Dunkin' girl myself, I have to know. (laughs) So I always do a cold brew. I get a small Mm -hmm. cold brew because the mediums at Dunkin' are kind of big. They are. (laughs) So I I do a small cold brew coffee with oat milk, Mm -hmm. and then I'll either add caramel or they just came out with a new flavor. I don't know if they have it now, but it was like cookie butter or sugar cookie something sugar cookie something so Mm -hmm. I get that one and then sometimes I'll add the cold foam on top Mm. and sometimes I won't just depends on the mood but always cold brew always oat milk and then I change up the flavor or the top oh my gosh (laughs) you're inspiring me I feel like (laughs) whenever I go to Dunkin I don't think I can go as extra as I go at Starbucks but there are so many options now (laughs) no yeah you can yeah they're they're like stepping up their game (laughs) they really are when they introduced oat milk Uh, yes oat milk and then I also really love to get I don't know if you've tried the oat omelet bites that they have I haven't yet it's so good I love them (laughs) oh my gosh they're hash browns it's like my guilty pleasure I'll like go through and it'll be like 11 o'clock and it's like yeah why am I having hash browns at 11 o'clock because I want to breakfast (laughs) is the best meal of the day it really is yes oh my gosh Yeah, I'm from Vermont. So maple syrup goes on everything. I'm like Buddy the Elf. I just like pour it over everything. It's obnoxious. Um, That's amazing. Um, And of all the content that you make, if you had to choose the favorite child's right now, um, would which is your favorite fashion, skincare and beauty or wedding content, all of which are amazing, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I definitely have to go with fashion. I feel like mm-hmm. that's where you can really or I, where I can really be the most creative and mm-hmm. like I can style one article of clothing six different ways. And I can I just feel like I can create so much with fashion. That's amazing. Do you have a favorite video that you've made? I know there's a lot, (laughs) but if there is one that sticks out in your brain. I don't know. I really, really love that first video I was talking about in the beginning, the Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving outfits I would wear to the living room. And that was like, I think I did that in like 
2020 like it's an old video and I Mm -hmm. I think that's my favorite (laughs) oh my gosh I love it well when we um post your episode we'll have to dig up the TikTok and post it on our story so yeah it's like bad quality and everything like it was like when I was first starting (laughs) Mm -hmm. but those are some of the best because it's kind of like pure content things that you want to do that you think are funny or cool and Mm -hmm. that's how you find your community because like when you don't think about what else is out there and you post what you want you get the people that like what you want and those are your people which is so amazing um (laughs) is there anything before I hit you with all the rapid fires is there anything that you want our listeners to know that maybe they wouldn't see by going on to your Instagram or your TikTok that's something that's kind of uniquely you I feel like I'm I'm goofy (laughs) like Mm -hmm. in real life I can be super goofy super weird and I really really try to show that or have that come across my videos especially Mm -hmm. like the talking kind of get ready ones but Mm -hmm. I also feel like I need to show more of that side of me and I want to that's actually one of my 2022 goals um but yeah I'm like super weird and goofy (laughs) that's so relatable and authentic I love it Okay, so I'm going to hit you with some rapid fires and doesn't have to be a long answer, whatever first pops into your head. Um, And the first one we actually kind of covered. What is the first thing you do in the morning? Maybe after coffee, what's the (laughs) first thing? After coffee, I jump on my phone, scroll through TikTok. Amazing. (laughs) For recon or for fun? For fun. Amazing. Yeah, That's good. You've got to have the balance. Um, Yes. What is the best piece of advice that you've received? Say yes. Mm. Just say yes. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. What is your favorite podcast right now? This isn't a trick question. (laughs) Um, Let me, can I, let me look at my phone really quick. Yes, absolutely. Um, I've been listening a lot to full coverage by... Um, it's full F O O L with Manny M U A and Laura Lee. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's, it's just kind of like a, that's a fun kind of, they do like, um, what is it called? Like pop culture. It's mm. just fun to easy to listen to. Yes. For the Duncan rides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a self-care fad that you're into at the moment? Self-care. Um, I've kind of been trying to get into taking better care of my hair. Mm. So like when I have my hair wash days, because I only wash my hair like twice a week. And when I have my hair wash days, I kind of want started taking the time in like applying products and, mm-hmm. you know, that. So my hair care. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. This is totally for my own purpose. Do you have a dry shampoo that gets you through the hair wash days? Oh my gosh. Yes. I have two. I have a drugstore and I have a high end. So, um, my high end favorite is the dry bar, like, Mm. um, dry, just the dry shampoo. Um, the like original scent is like a blue bottle and then, um, drugstore that I, you can get anywhere, Target, Ulta, whatever is the Batiste. I'm sure Mm -hmm. you've seen it everywhere, but it's really good. But my hack is apply it at night. Like I'm, I have dark hair. So I apply it like really heavy at night where it's like white powder Mm -hmm. and then I go to sleep and as I'm sleeping, my hair is like getting all, you know, it's 
getting in there. And when I wake up, the white cast is gone. That is genius. Mm-hmm. I literally just put dry shampoo on yesterday and I was like, wow, is this what I'm going to look like in 50 years? <laughs> yeah, put it on when you go to sleep. Amazing. That's so great. <laughs> I love it. And finally, what makes you unfiltered? I really try on, like, I show up to stories with no makeup, mm. pimples, mm-hmm. like my hairy eyebrows and <laughs> Um, yeah, I show up, you know, looking, I don't have to look perfect all the time and show up Mm -hmm. on stories all the time with my makeup on and stuff. So I like to show up with my pimples and bloated and, you know, I, I film whenever I don't have to be perfect. (laughs) Nobody can be perfect, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's almost, it's like not real. I love that, that it's just because that's what we all look like without all the filters and without all the makeup. And I'm sure it's inspiring to other people that see that, that like, it's inspiring to me to be like, you don't have to do all of that. It's like, I'm Italian. And like, I have to like tweeze my eyebrows like every three days, (laughs) if (laughs) that, (laughs) and I'm, that's really something to work towards. That's wonderful. Well, I have really enjoyed this. Um, Is there anything else that you want to cover that you think our listeners should know or things that you've learned along your journey that you think um, really shaped your journey that could shape other people's? Um, I mean, I really feel like if this is something that you want to do, I feel like everyone in the community, anybody that's on social media should really make it an effort to, we need to change kind of how things, and it is changing, um, how things are presented on social media. I know my big thing is kind of breaking the air quotes beauty standard or Mm -hmm. meeting the air quotes beauty standard. Um, So I feel like we all kind of need to just start being real and Mm -hmm. showing up as yourself however you look in the morning with your hair in a bun and pimples and acne just just be more real and authentic those are wonderful words of advice (laughs) and where can people find you to get more of this inspiring funny goofy fashionable content um, okay, so I'm on Instagram as Liz underscore Maldonado 220 and on TikTok at Liz dot Maldonado 220. <laughs> Perfect. And we will be putting links to your profiles in our show notes. So if you are listening, just scroll right down and you can tap and follow her on both. Thank you. Perfect. Liz, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. You are definitely the definition of unfiltered in the best way possible. And we are truly, truly honored that you spent this time with us. Thank you for having me. Amazing. Well, talk to you soon. And I can't wait to see more content that you create. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Little Bit Unfiltered. If you liked what you heard, feel free to give us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We are grateful to each and every review, comment, like, DM. We see you, we hear you, we love you, and we'll see you next time.